So I don't know if you've seen the polling um, out this weekend. Abacus Data puts out polling regularly, and they've, they've updated. The Liberals continue to head in the wrong direction. Latest polling I saw yesterday from Abacus has the Conservatives knocking on the door of a 20-point lead. 43% of decided voters. The Liberals are at 24% in danger of slipping into third in a lot of places. Uh, as you've probably heard a million times, polls just a snapshot in time. Realistically, we likely won't be going to an election for two years. Um, at least that's the Liberals' hope. Uh, a lot can happen in that time, but we've already seen all kinds of reporting, punditry on the future of Justin Trudeau. And you've heard me say, I didn't think that Trudeau actually would lead them into the last election, but he did. And he won. Shows you what I know. Uh, I think it was a combination of really weak challenges from the Conservatives. I don't think they were overly concerned. Um, that's changed. I don't think they're in the same position anymore. Paul, you have obviously has some wind in his sails and is making great gains. So the Liberals are paying a lot more attention to that for sure. And then the age-old question is, okay, well, who would be a better choice? That may have changed too. At least we're starting to hear some rumblings and some names are starting to bubble up to the surface. So let's get into it with Tim Powers, who is the chairman of Summa Strategies and a managing director for Abacus Data. Uh, Tim, thanks so much for being here. Appreciate your time as always. Good to be with you guys, and, you know, I just have to say, I guess my days of ever hoping for a Senate seat are gone with all our abacus polls. Yeah, I think so. Much good news to the Liberals. I mean, our last one, you quickly alluded to it. Just just what's fascinating in there, you know, yes, there's the 19-point lead, which is the biggest gap we've ever had, but leading among all voting uh, age categories significantly that's a real uh, indicator for me anyway your your no no, I, no you're absolutely i'm, I'm, I'm going to go through it after we chat but tim another one that really stood out to me was doesn't matter which particular um issue you put before Canadians and say who would be better to handle it. Trudeau doesn't come on top in a single one not one which uh, is is pretty that's pretty bleak as well if you're the liberals yeah, it, 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 liberals have lost confidence, it seems, or many liberal voters, not all liberal voters, to be fair, yeah, yeah. Uh, have lost confidence in Justin Trudeau. And when that happens, you are in trouble if your own party doesn't believe in you to the degree that they once did. Yep. And you're going to ask them to man the barricades for you in an election. That's tough. And Tim, I compare everything to hockey because I understand it far better than politics. And that's what this is, right? I mean, if you see a team tanking and the rest of the league starting to leave them behind, the chances for success fading, the coach goes. It's always the first thing that happens. You get rid of the guy in charge. And I think that's where we might be. I mean, there's two years to go here and we have to keep that in mind. But we're starting to hear more and more talk about maybe it's time for Trudeau to go. He says no. But the calls are getting louder, aren't they? So who who's the knob? That's block? the thing. Is that where you're going? I mean, you, you changed that Woodcroft. You got Knoblock. He's what six and three or something it's like that. Turn right the team now? around. Turn the team. Well, that McDavid guy might have had he something helped. to do with yeah. it too. Um, anyway, where? Yeah, look, I don't know if the Liberals are going to go to that place. Although you you alluded to it, we are hearing more about it now. I think, look, the Prime Minister, despite the fact that maybe Liberals don't have the same confidence in him, doesn't really yet, and yet's the key word, have immediate challengers here. He still is going to be given yeah. some time to reflect on things. And I don't think there's a perfect candidate out there. For example, uh, Mark Carney, somebody I admire. I think he's a first-class person. I've gotten to know him a little bit on a personal level. 
Um, some see Mark as the white knight. One, I don't know if Mark would want the job in these circumstances if the whoever the Liberal leader becomes uh, suffers the same fate Kim Campbell did after she took over the old PC party from Brian Mulroney right. or not. But Mar- Mark's a name out there. Francois-Philippe Champagne is a name out there. Melanie Jolie is a name out there. You know, how well-known, other than Mark Carney, are a lot of these people... Uh, to Canadians, and even Governor Kearney hasn't been in the Canadian spotlight for a little while. Well, that's the thing, like, Sean Fraser gets a lot of hype. A lot of people talk a lot about Sean Fraser, who's been put in the housing portfolio. Apparently, he's a rising star within the Liberal Party. He's got to rise a little more. Like, he barely hit my radar until a few months ago, and I think for most Canadians, he's a complete unknown at this point. Uh, Yeah, he's um, you know, yeah, that, 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 that's the challenge. Then Fraser's got the tough portfolio, right? He's going to be judged on, I think, how quickly he can build yeah. houses. And to be fair to Sean Fraser, he he's not a construction magnate who can just go build them by himself. He's got to bring a lot of a lot of people together all at the uh, at the one time. And but Fraser's a you know Fraser could be a candidate for the future. Uh, he's younger. He's well spoken. He certainly has some basic appeal. You know you hear the name Anita Anand too, who was well known in defense. Now is at Treasury Board. Uh, Christian Freeland, who of course has ties to Alberta. Her name is less common in, in all of this. But again, is changing the Liberal leader going to fix the big gap in the polls. I, I do want to point out, uh, I don't think it's in this poll. It's one we did a little while ago, but I think if I went down, I'd find it in this particular poll. Um, you'd find there, you know, there's still Canadians who are willing to vote Liberal, and more of them, I think it was 53%, I believe it was last time, were prepared to vote Liberal if they thought Pierre Polyev was going to be Prime Minister. Now, to be fair to Polyev, uh, each passing day, maybe he becomes more palatable even to that particular audience. That's the thing. How big of a difference does it make that we've got Polyev, who, like you say, a lot of people are you know worried about or or have concerns about, but a lot, I think, within the Liberal government, they do too for different reasons, of course, but he's obviously doing a lot more with the Conservative Party and perhaps expanding it uh, more than Scheer or O'Toole did. Like, I don't think O'Toole or Scheer ever sort of had the Liberals going, oh, we better, we better snap into action here. I think Polyev's done that. He's done that. Um, it, also, the climate's a bit different than it was even two two years ago with uh, with Aaron O'Toole, or and uh, what four or five years ago with uh, with Andrew Shear. People are angrier yeah, right yeah. now. People are frustrated right now, and, and all manner of things. Right, whether it's you, you can't your mortgage is about to go up to a ridiculous level that you haven't dealt with before. You're going to a grocery store and everything's friggin' expensive. You're still putting gas in your car and it's uh, or your truck, and it's not uh, you're not getting a break. So there's all levels of anger, and that seems to be benefiting Polyev. Like the the liberals have either created, inherited, living in pick what you, way you want to describe it. Um, this economic mess at the moment, and whether you're blue, you're red, or orange in terms of the political jersey that you wear, mm-hmm. you wear that. You wear that. So what do you think? I mean, like we say, it's it's a couple of years, I think, uh, and, and that's the thinking within the Trudeau loyalist, right? Is, hey, he's got two years to turn this around. He says he wants to. So I guess at this point, people just jockeying for position, but ultimately we have to wait and see if there's something that can turn this around probably within the next year or so, I'd say, right? 
Yeah, I think this is, look, it's not in the interest of the NDP or the Liberals to go to the poll anytime soon. The NDP are not really gaining off of this. Well, they are, I suppose, that the Liberals are declining. Yeah, they are, yeah. Steady. Yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not taking great advantage of it all, although on some of the issues they actually are. Um, so yeah, we're, there, there's no rush at the moment on, on that side of the house. I would say 18 months, maybe two years will be, um, into an election. So maybe time will help heal all wounds, as they say. Hey, a good question from Mark Norris. I don't know if you know Mark. He used to be a cabinet minister here in the province of yes, Alberta. I know Mark. I know Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Asking a good question. I'm um, saying, you know what, with, with Carney and his name being bandied about, do we see a repeat of Michael Ignatieff? Which is a good question, right? A really well-known guy, smart guy, capable guy, not a politician, didn't go well. Could Carney fall into the same trap? If he said yes, but I think, and it's a great question by Mark, I agree. I I, I don't think Mark would say yes if he sensed that trap was yeah. there. I think Carney would have to see there's a real path here. I think he, he had, Mark Carney has had more up-close practical political experience than Michael Ignatieff, because don't forget he was the, the governor when um, Jim Flaherty was finance minister, so he was pretty close to the politics of the day. He was the governor of the Bank of England when all of the Brexit, Yes, yeah. was happening in the UK. So he's, I think he's got better political antenna, probably. uh That will probably prevent him from saying yes if it looks like an Ignatius slash Campbell like mess is going to happen for the Liberal Party. Tim, as always, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here.